This is Geek Gab with your host, Dornall and me, Daddy Warpig. We are back. Geek Gab for Saturday, October 10th, 2020. And uh, I know we said in the closing moments of the show, yay, verily, last week, we were going to have a show today. But uh, we had an event so momentous, so tremendous, so monumental that we just had to come on the air and do a quick show to cover it. And then uh, John is going back to the Bone Bat. <clears throat> Comedy of Horrors Film Festival. And I am going back to a family gathering, which if you listen very, very closely in the brief moments of pauses between my dulcet tones, you can probably hear going on in the background. I won't lie. It sounds wonderful. So, uh... This week, surprisingly not last night, but on Thursday, was the last episode of this season of Amazon Prime's The Boys. Oh, yeah. And uh, we just wanted to dip in to give a, our review of The Boys. Uh, so it's not going to be an hour-long show. It may not even be a half-hour show. We just want to do a quick review before we both head off to our various activities uh we did not want to leave you hanging um i love I you guys i had people asking me and i think i actually promised them that on the saturday of the week the show got finished i promised them we'd do reviews so i i'm pretty sure i owe this to people yeah you made some you made some commitments Hey, Megabuster Shepherd in the chat. Yes, I've been having tea with breakfast all week, and the caffeine has completely fried my brain. Thank you for asking. <laughs> How bad is the frying? It's, I, I just got to know. Um, I haven't had a proper night's sleep in probably five days. I'm pretty sure it's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> That's amateur level insomnia. And I'm the guy who can who can uh, guzzle four cans of Pepsi in an average workday. That's uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something else in the tea. Maybe you guys out there in Utah have the right idea about tea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is the other reason why we didn't want to do a long show today is my brain is also fried. I mean, and I'm not talking like lightly fried with a side of parsley. I'm talking like fully, deeply, double battered, double fried, like a uh, like one of those double fried Twinkies at a Minnesota fair, man. Oh, oh wow. They well, batter them up, they put them in, they fried, they roll it in something else. 
and then they batter roll that, and then they fry it again. That's where that's how deep my brain is fried. <laughs> that sounds horrible, man. But I'm I'm seriously concerned for you. Have you had your temperature taken? You, you could be more right than you know. Um, I've not had my temperature taken, but it's not high because I don't have that kind of headache. Ah, very well. Good. That's good to know. I'm glad you're just however you feel instead of feverish. Um, I get a special kind of fever when I have a special kind of headache when I have a high fever. So, uh, wow, that was, <laughs> I don't think I could say that again. I don't think I could say that twice in a row and not bobble it. Don't push it. Um, and I don't have that. So I'm, I'm just as happy. Oh, yeah, so, I know. Go ahead. Please, please, please. Oh, I, I, I know that feeling. Start. I have a. I have a I have a special fever too. Normally, it's I more or less roll around on the ground speaking in tongues. That's how I know I have a fever. So, you saw the first episode of the boys. I did. What can I say? You told me about it. That the last episode came out, and I went to look it up, and saw. Hey, I still have a few days left on Amazon Prime. Let me check this out. So I, I did. I, I sat down and watched the first episode not having seen any other episode before. So I have, I believe I have a unique perspective to offer. Confusion? No, I, th I think I, I, I understood the premise. Like I knew what the premise was before getting to the show. I just didn't see any of the other episodes. So anytime I didn't know what was going on, I just chalked it up to A, this is a revelation from last season or b this is a new mystery for this season and i'll just watch okay that's that so in that sense it wasn't that bad would you like to know more before we hear your review would you like to know more yes i would like to know more <laughs> um yes we'll we'll start with me because my reviews are very <clears throat> well it's trash um, I have no idea why anybody likes this, except for um, Judge Dredd's performance. Uh, Carl Urban has earned a lifetime pass from me for doing such an excellent job on Judge Dredd. <clears throat> and uh, and when he shows up, he just he swallows all the scenery available. But but um, in terms of a television show about a you know, near future full of superheroes where the main superheroes aren't the good guys you think they are. And the good guys aren't, you know, they're not as good as you think they are, but they're trying to do the right thing. Um, I wasn't expecting, how shall I put it? I wasn't expecting a juvenile gore fest. Um, I was scratching my head at that. It's, it's not just violent. Of course, superheroes are going to be violent, but it's just gory. It is gory. Very gory. Needlessly gory. Um, comically gory, in fact. Uh, <laughs> someone's head explodes. <laughs> and they don't have a reaction shot first. They just show the head exploding and then the reaction shot where everything splatters on the bystanders. Come on. <laughs> Completely absurd. Um, also, I hate every character in the show. Uh, particularly our old friend Giancarlo Esposito, who is playing Giancarlo Esposito as 
now stop me if you heard this one, the cool, confident, mastermind CEO. Does that sound familiar? Is that a, is that a role that you think that he would be able to tackle? Yeah, I think that'd be right up his alley. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I hated every character. I wanted them all to die, and uh, and in a those spectacularly gruesome ways, which really turned me off because uh, I, maybe I went into it with the wrong state of mind. <clears throat> now that I know, maybe I'll watch the second episode with a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> Uh, but everybody else seems to like it. So tell me what you think. Well, I watched the first season and I didn't so much enjoy it or like it as watch it. Now, I'm not saying the first season is bad, but it definitely was watchable the only reason it was that put it over into the watchable category when you're talking about the first season now was because of Carl Urban without Carl Urban the first season would have been unwatchable so you see where I'm coming from with that uh, yes I believe that without having to watch the first season I will believe that 100% <clears throat> Um, Carl Urban's performance was so good, it made the series watchable. And I really didn't, that wasn't conscious in my mind watching the first season. I didn't understand that when I was watching the first season. So, but you know, the gore was too much, just too much gore for me to enjoy it. And... It was it was just too nasty. It wasn't just the villains were bad guys. They were just too nasty. And I, it was made from a Garth Ennis comic. And I don't know if you've read any Garth Ennis. Um, Not me. He, uh, he just gets nasty for the sake of being nasty. Um, oh, so yeah, he's it, like a, a shock jock writer. Yes. He, he, uh, now I don't want to mix him up with another one of those writers, but he's like a, a British writer who is the second generation from Alan Moore and those other guys from the 80s um, who came in and, and really tore it up. He made, uh, I believe, I want to say Preacher and a bunch of other things that were really, you know, really nasty comics that that have a really strong niche following but no mainstream appeal and he has made some great stuff but a lot of the other stuff as Emmett Fitzhume just said in the chat revel in their depravity so the show completely changed everything around about his comic the show has nothing to do with this comic other than the names of some of the characters or a lot of the characters. Oh, I see. But it is just as nasty as a lot of Garth Ennis stuff is, is said to be. I have fortunately had a, had a, uh, 
filter. I, I listen to some reviewers. And so I can start, I can, uh, I get a hold of the less nasty Garth Ennis stuff and I just ignore his more nasty stuff. Um, and I apologize for my memory being shot this morning. This is not my fault, but uh, I believe he worked on not just Preacher, but Hellblazer. He did a lot of uh, Punisher. And I'm sure people are going to jump in and correct me. I hope people are going to jump in and correct me if I make this wrong. Uh, his Hellblazer stuff had some weird peculiarities with it. Um where he would start really, really strong on a character and a storyline. And then just the second time that character and storyline would show up to do a wrap up, it would just be garbage. He would just wrap it up in the stupidest way possible. But season two, um, my biggest problem with season two is that the only com compelling characters were, in fact, the boys. Um, Mother's Milk, Huey, um, Carl Urban's character, the Frenchman, and the, you know, the mute uh, Vietnamese uh, soup they have with them. They were the interesting characters. The superheroes... The villains weren't that interesting. They were just kind of there. And they weren't interesting because they were so evil that there wasn't really anything to make them interesting. And, and the people tried really, really hard. And let me put it this way. I watched the Watchmen miniseries. And Ozymandias from the Watchmen miniseries on HBO was more interesting than just about all of those superheroes put together. Hmm. They put so much time into the deep to try and make him an interesting character. And I just groaned every time he came on the monitor. They put a lot of time in Maeve, and I'm sorry. It's like I wanted her to be an interesting character, but in this season, she just wasn't. Um, which, one is, which one is Maeve? Is she the Wonder Woman She's the Wonder Woman knockoff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, she's she's not really in the first episode, so she, she's not in the first episode. But you know, they really do put time into developing her and her character, and it's like they want her to be interesting, and I want her to be interesting, and she's almost kind of interesting, but she's not. Um. And they have this other character who's called Black Noir. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Black Noir. Please please tell me it's a black guy, too. No. Oh, ruined it. Uh, he is basically Deadpool without a voice. And in a black suit. So he's, you know, Batman and Deadpool cross, only he can't speak. Uh, Wolverine, also a little bit of Wolverine, no claws, though. So he's this unstoppable Terminator killer. Um, and they even try to put some characterization into him besides just this silent 
deadly thing who kills his way through whatever's in his way. Um, but he's not interesting because he has no personality. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a mute, badass killer. It has no personality. Um, like, what, yeah, there's nothing to grasp onto. So the only real... The only real supervillain with personality is the new character I introduce. Her name's Stormfront. Um, she flies. She's really durable. You don't find this out till later in the season. Um, and she can shoot lightning from her hands. Um, and they put a lot of personality into her, but it's not it's not a real person personality. It doesn't feel even like DC Clark Kent real. You know, I'm not mm. going to say Clark Kent Superman is the best personality in the world if you're looking for realism, but he works in a superhero movie. Stormfront just doesn't quite work. So they take all the interesting characters who do work, and for the most part, or at least work better than everybody else. And for the most part, who drove, drove the last season, they were the engine that drove the last season and their goals and what they were searching for. And they just kind of stick them to the sidelines. They don't have goals. They just serve as exposition machines. When it's time to move the season plot forward, they discover something. Mm-hmm. And that's their only purpose. The two main characters this entire season are the sort of Superman, Captain America ripoff, Homelander, and Stormfront. And that's it. They're the main characters, and everybody else is second to them. And they all have their own little subplots, but they're the main characters, and it's really their story. And all the boys are just kind of treading water. They sit around this basement of a pawn shop, which is used by a gang to package and run drugs because they're hiding out from the federal government uh, for crimes they committed in the last season. And so all the people you want to see doing stuff are never really doing stuff. It's it kind of ruins the season. And I'm not saying there's not good stuff in it. I'm not saying there's not fun stuff in it. And I'm not saying there's not stuff that if you like the first season, I'm not saying you're not going to like this season. I'm just saying that they squandered the people that the show is named after. That's disappointing to hear. Uh, the, the only other thing that I... <clears throat> kind of liked about the show was the guy who gets to play Homelander. That's that's a plum job, right? Yeah. You get to be puppy kicking evil and and whenever you're not on screen with someone like Esposito or Urban, you get to chew the rest of the scenery. It's great. Uh that guy had a lot of fun. He did. And he continues to have fun the entire rest of the season. He just he doesn't 
I'm not saying he's always on because he does have moments of melancholy. He does have moments of anger. He gets to play with, you know, that range of emotion that the character has. But yeah, he's always he's always having fun with that role. Um, this is not a comedy. I was someone in the chat saying he'd hoped it'd be something like Mystery Men. This is so not a comedy. <laughs> It should have been with the over-the-top gore. Um, this is this is precisely on the side. So what I say, watch this. If you really like the first season and you like these characters, I would say watch it. Um, Lamplighter shows up. I don't want to spoil any more than that. Um, that's nice to see him pop in. Uh, those of you who remember the first season will remember Lamplighter. Um, so he's mentioned a little bit. He never shows up in the first season, but he shows up for this season. Um, and I can't remember her name. The blonde chick. Do you remember her name from the first episode? Uh, star something. Starlight. Star. Yeah whatever starlight or something um she has you know her usual role to, her usual size role to play for the rest of the season um and she's good she's better than she is in the first season the actress is um that first season gave her some solid acting time and she's better this season she does a really good job and her and Huey play off each other well so their relationship at least, grows and develops and and has some drive to it even if the boys don't get much of anything else um the french french guy and the vietnamese chick their relationship grows and develops and there's some there's some momentum there and things happen with that she has some goals um so their subplot has momentum even though the boys themselves don't really get a main plot that's cool to see. Um, yeah, there's some... There is some good things about this season, but overall it's not as good as the first season, and the reason why is they just left the boys on the sidelines. Just sitting there, waiting for things to do. I don't know That's what the hell... They were thinking they were easily several goals they could have given the boys to take care of to run in parallel with the main plot line that could have intersected with the main plot line at different points, but they were too obsessed with the main plot line. I'm not going to give anything away because this was in the trailer. It was already spoiled. But Stormfront, who is named after the neo-Nazi website, is secretly a Nazi. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> oh, but wait, this isn't a comedy. They, do they play that straight? They play that straight. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. If it weren't so, if the writers weren't so obsessed with punching Nazis, and you know what I mean by that. Sure. 
if they weren't so obsessed with punching Nazis. I mean, they literally have protesters show up in one scene with old German fonts on a sign. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) nobody does that. Nobody does that. Um, if they weren't so obsessed with that, if they had just dialed, it's actually a cool reveal. It's actually a cool story. It's actually cool background. I would have been applauding. Seriously, it makes perfect sense. 100% perfect sense in connection with the real world, in connection with the world they've set up. It's not fake. It's not forced. It's not eye-rolling. It's actually good. Why she's a Nazi is actually good and kind of comes out of left field, and it's really good for the show. Interesting. Well, and of course, she's on the supervillain team, so she might as well be a Nazi, right? Yes. Yes. It's... (sighs) It's heartbreaking. They wasted a perfectly good surprise reveal and plot point like that because it could have been good. If they had just dialed back on that a little bit and thrown out the deep, thrown out um, that and focused on the boys, giving them something to do, um. Which would have been easy. Um, they had this at one point. They have a character who got turned into a supervillain with an injection of this super serum, right? And they released him to cause terrorism in America, so that Vought could sell to the military and the police, this super serum to make soldiers and cops into superheroes to fight this terrorism. Well, the boys are out fighting Vought. All they had to do to give them something to do all season, while this other thing was going on with Stormfront and her plan, was to have a few more of these supervillains released and have the boys being forced to track them down and eliminate them so that the the cops and the military didn't have to, so that Vought wouldn't get their publicity, so that they couldn't get to sell all this drug. Simple. Track down super terrorists, eliminate them before they can cause big massacres, That gives them a clear goal, gives them something to investigate, people to track, supers to fight, something to do all season while while Stormfront is working on her sub-Rosa plan that nobody else knows about. Easy. Easy. Like that. And that would have made the whole season work. Would have fixed all the major problems. Just get rid of the deep, get rid of this. They have a Scientology church stand-in that shows up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Church of Fresca. (laughs) The Church of Fresca. 
I don't know if Fresca paid for product placement or what the hell that was all about. <laughs> it happens twice in the first episode. And it never goes away. It happens in the final episode. <laughs> Every episode in between. That's that's a that was a great that's it, it was a it was a fourth wall breaking to be honest. Like, yeah, they they paid for product placement, so we're just going to be egregious and make it part of the plot, which made <laughs> uh, which made it the made, which made the other product placement in the first episode that much more awkward. There's a massive like on screen for three seconds product placement for Lacroix water, <laughs> and you're like, nope, you guys did the Fresca thing on on. Or earlier this episode, <laughs> I'm looking at that right now. I know what you're doing. <laughs> so that would have been a great season because the boys are being kept busy. They can't follow up on this other stuff that will lead to Stormfront. They're having to have this immediate, we have to save all these people. And it would have been great. But they messed up. Yeah. Actually, I wish I'd remembered the Fresca thing. I would have asked you at the top of the show. Welcome to the show, Daddy Warpig. Care for oh. a refreshing Fresca? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so many good things could have happened. And, and like uh, Mega Buster Shepard is saying, a cop that's also a deputized superhero would be a fun idea. And that could have been fun too, having a you know having a cop show up who's a deputized superhero uh, for a couple of episodes. Um, but it didn't happen because they were too obsessed with we gotta punch all Nazis. Now, I'm gonna spoil something. They have a big fight at the end between three soups. Um. Four soups, excuse me. And instead of being a super battle, which would have been fun, it's just an old-fashioned beatdown. They're, they're kicking each other on the ground and punching each other in the face and barely using superpowers at all because they're punching Nazis. Oh, <clears throat> okay, sure. So, yeah, they just got a little too obsessed with it. And honestly, it didn't ruin most episodes. What it subtly ruined is it ruined the focus of the show, and it left the boys hanging. Mm. You never leave the boys hanging. It, they're the people on the marquee. you got to give them something awesome to do. They just have anything awesome to do most episodes. Now, sometimes they did. Black Noir was coming to kill him, and they they messed him up. They really put the hurting on him. The phrase I want to use, I can't use because we're family rated. But they they screwed him up. That's when you find out exactly what Black Noir is. That he looks like Deadpool under that costume. He he's got that lasagna face. No, oh, that's a shame. Um so uh 
<laughs> so yeah. Missed opportunities. Oh well. That's my review. It's got some great stuff in there. I really do like the relationship between the French guy and the Vietnamese chet. That really works. It really wait, does wait, work. She's, she's Vietnamese? Yes. But her name is Japanese. Yes. All right, moving on. Um, that was it. Oh, well then. My, my concluding statement <clears throat> is there was a lot of great stuff in the show. Um, like the relationship between the French guy and the Vietnamese super. Um, relationship between Huey and we... We're going to say wrongly her name is Starlight because it's something Starlight else. is correct. Starlight is correct. Is it? We got that from the chat? No, I got that from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, okay. And my perfect, flawless memory. <laughs> and uh, um, eventually well, they... I, I've got a question about that. Uh, the character I liked least in the show was Huey. I wanted him off camera. It's, he's part of the boys, and you said you like the boys, so help a brother out. Why is Huey on the show, and why is he relevant? Why do we care you, about anything he does? You have to watch the first season, because Huey was awesome in the first season, and that's why I'm angry that they left the boys on the sideline, because they took... Uh, well, let me give you a quote. Uh, from the first season. They took this guy who is a schlub. He works in an electronics store, and he's never had anything to do with covert ops or secret agent things or whatever, and that's who the boys are. They're a covert ops squad. He used to work for a deep undercover unit, and they throw him in the midst of all of this hell in trying to covertly oppose the supers that's why before you watch anything of the rest of season two i suggest if you're gonna do that go watch season one and you have to see what he is capable of when he gets put under pressure the quote from mother's milk is huey you are like the rain man of screwing people over Because when he gets put under pressure and he has to do things that are insane, he just comes soaring out with hardly any training at all, and he knocks it out of the park. He does these amazing things, and that's what the character is. But they didn't give him anything to do this season, and that's why I am so offended and so peeved that they didn't give my boy Huey stuff to do but you're right they didn't give him stuff to do this season and that's uh that's why he come off as weak and useless it's a shame yeah but in that first season and i'm not going to spoil it for you but that first season man he starts off as you know what you'd expect in electronics salesman slash you know geek squad guy to be like but then cool he's the rain man of screwing people over <laughs> he 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 knew how to compromise people like 
just it's it was insane so if you're going to watch the second season at all i'd start with the first one because then you get to see who huey and the boys really are you get to see them in their top form fair all right d-dubs are we getting you back to your family now yeah i'm through that was my review well that was fun uh i'm glad you were able to make some time for that review i'm glad i got an opportunity to see the first episode and revel in its awfulness with you oh i'm i'm gonna say goodbye now this is uh this has been great thanks to everybody in chat hanging out for a, a short show uh we had some lively discussion about the topics today uh appreciate everybody and everybody who listens later i hope it's not too late and you haven't seen the show yet so that you can do something more important with your time <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm done for this week, Daddy Warpig. Take it away. Yeah. I, I should clarify my review. It's a qualified recommendation. If you like the first season and you want to see more of it, go watch the second season. There's a lot of good stuff in it. It just uh, – it could have been better. They left the boys on the sideline way too much and way too long. Um, even so, there's some really good stuff in there. Um, that's it. Uh Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, who listened later. This has been Geek Gab for uh, Saturday, October 10th, 2020. Um, we do this show just about this time, just about every week. You can catch us on YouTube.com slash Geek Gab. That's YouTube.com slash Geek Gab. We are uh, available on the Apple iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, and soundcloud.com so you can listen to us on the device of your choice and as always you can tune in live and participate in the uh ever interesting ever lively chat we are signing out for today but don't you worry don't you fret we will be back